Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. So I really question you to really check yourself and really step outside what your needs are and understand that your teenager is still a person growing and doesn't has more emotions and feelings and awareness and hormones than ever in their life. And they don't they don't always know where to put it. Welcome back to the Monday of all Mondays, you guys. This is the new podcast on Mondays that we released for all of you who are parents and struggling or want to know about more about the parenting world. A lot of teachers have reached out to us too and been like, this is so helpful for my students um, because it gives you intel. Oh my God, I was, I never thought about that. Like, um... A teacher mm-hmm. <laughs> having to understand the behaviors uh-huh. of the hormonal teens and ever-changing like tweens mm-hmm. 
like, I mean, they must have some good insight, but hearing from an expert, which I'm sure they don't get the opportunity to do all the time, mm-hmm. it would be really helpful. And I, I really, um, I know we talk about the common parent a lot on this Monday podcast because all of these interviews are from the common parent, but what we often do is there's a private chat. And when we see you guys chatting about conversations, then we're like, obviously we need to bring an expert in on this topic because something it's, it's hitting all of you. And if it's hitting, sorry, a few of you, if it's hitting a few of you, it's hitting a lot of us because that's what parenting is. It's kind of like a textbook that no one talks about. It's like a secret textbook. And when someone's like, Hey, this is happening. Everyone's like, Oh, wait a minute. Me too. So I'm not the only one. Let's talk about it. And, um, every Monday, in case you're new here, we are bringing in experts from the common parent to give you a quick hit. This is not the full interview, but we do really want to share the information. Um, so the full interview is over on the common parent and this is just a quick hit. So if these are striking a chord with you and you're like, I am loving these, you will love the common parent. Head mm-hmm. on over there. It's a commonparent.com. Um, this was, uh, an interview inspired by really conflict in the household and teenagers wanting independence and us trying to understand what that meant because it's really scary to let go. And I know this is a big conversation. Um, as uh, Dr. Hina Talib is um, She's a, a certified pediatrician. Yeah, yeah. an adolescent, adolescent medicine specialist. She's also a mother and a writer. And she cares for tweens, teens, and young adults coming of age during this pandemic. And on. Because we did this interview a little bit ago, but it just goes on and on and on. Um, it also is... Just like boundaries, I think are so hard to understand and kind of every expert, we try to get their interpretation of what the boundaries mean, because I think that every time you ask that question, everyone's got a different interpretation because so many things mean everyone's got a different boundary. And I think that's what's really hard in parenting. There is real no firm boundary. Like for example, you may allow your teenager to date and have their boyfriend on a family vacation with you Mm -hmm. and they share a room. That is your boundary. That does not make it right for everybody else, but that is something that you have to know. And I think half the battle is understanding your boundaries and what you're comfortable with. And then you and your partner being comfortable with that boundary and then being able to articulate it because so much of where the conflict comes from is us as parents not telling them our boundaries and getting mad at them for them Mm. crossing it, but never really talking about that boundary to begin with. So I know a really helpful tool, which, um, we talk about in this podcast is you got to say you're crossing a boundary right now Mm -hmm. and then defining what that boundary actually means and what a boundary means. Cause I bet you never said it to your, your, your little kid, Hey, you're crossing a boundary right now. What you would say is you are being rude and sassy right now. Go to your room. Yeah. And also like when we were kids, our parents didn't teach us about boundaries and what that meant and everything. But, Mm -hmm. but what it does mean though is, and what we, what we've realized is that parenting is a job. (laughs) You can't just fly by the seat of your pants. And that's why we created this. So we could actually have experts tell us how to handle it. But sitting down with your partner, whoever is parenting with you and making sure you're on the same page and making a decision. Like we were talking to a mom recently when you were, when you were talking about uh, just about it's, it's your brand, it's your family and don't mm-hmm, compare it mm-hmm. to other people. She was saying that she allows specific things in her house and, and other people don't. And she's like, does that make me a bad mom? Nothing makes you a bad mom. You just have to know, you know, you have to know where you stand and you have to share that information with the rest of the family. Yeah, to- totally. And we also have to remember that 
a tween or teen is not mature enough to necessarily articulate how they feel. So they can't sit there and say, I'm really upset by, or I'm feeling stressed right now, or I had a really bad day and I'm feeling anxious. And I think that a lot of their feelings come out in behaviors and they come home and we as adults are allowed to have a bad day and throw adult temper temper tantrums. And I bet a lot of you can relate to adult temper tantrums. Like is, for example, you lose your keys or you can't find something and you're like, oh, this is just how the day's going. This day sucks. And this example is based on nothing personal. And if they were to do that, we would be like, what a bad attitude you're having. So I really question you to really check yourself and really step outside what your needs are and understand that your teenager is still a person growing and doesn't has more emotions and feelings and awareness and hormones than ever in their life. And they don't, they don't always know where to put it, how to communicate it. And it comes off like in a world that you're like, are you like, it's like, you feel like, like you're two different species. How can we both be human and yeah. be so not on the same page when at the end of the day, what they really want for us is understanding. It's so crazy because Olivia had a project last night where the question was, it was basically like, what are you old enough? Something like you're not old enough to do this, but you're old enough to do like the, okay. the gap of them to look at. And so yeah. she was like, it's really shitty because I'm, I'm not old enough to like, you know, do the fun things that kids do. Yeah. Like I'm too old for that. For that. I'm too old for that. Yeah. But I'm not old enough to do what I want to do, but I can't go back. Like I can't be a kid, mm-hmm. but I can't be an adult. Mm-hmm. So I'm a teenager and you're not, you get in trouble for everything, right. but I can't do anything. And I'm supposed to be a different kind of respectful, a different kind of responsible, but I'm still not a grown up. No. And I, I love to go with my friends, but I can't without asking mm-hmm. you. And then you have to take me. But a, a little kid, like, it's like they don't have to plan or like, it, it's a really crazy story is I'm, I've noticed that our, our kids are not very good at planning their own lives mm-hmm. in terms of making play dates, making mm-hmm. plans. Mm-hmm. We have to say to our girls, get a fucking life and text each other. And, and Otherwise on- they sit in their rooms. And honestly, I'm seeing like grade seven and plus parents organizing play dates. Could you imagine when you were in seventh grade, your parents organizing your social life? No. Like what the hell is going on? Well, and I'm like, Olivia, I, I'm not your friend. Like I, I have three other kids. I can't be your playmate. Like I'd love to go to the mall with you all day, but that's not <laughs> realistic what I can do. And yeah. I shouldn't feel guilty for that. So I think that you know, all of these conversations are really important to have. And again, these conversations spark your own thinking and own conversations in your own house. And take a listen, because honestly, if you can bend your mind a little um, and and go farther on and communicate and connect with your teen a little better, and obviously the journal is such a good tool to, to use some of these new ideas we're giving you, um, take a listen and let us know what you think. Here is our snippet of the podcast with Dr. Hina Taleb. But first, a break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash catandnat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash catandnat. Um, but when you have tweens and teens, you move to more of a consultant role. And that's really hard because you have to flip a switch. And, you know, you kind of, with everything in parenting, just when you feel like you've figured it out and you're on like a good streak, they grow and change. You, something happens to you, you grow and change. And then you have to like figure it out again. Um, and so, you know, we've learned that. And it's always, you always have to pivot. And, but, but there's a major pivot when it comes to, to tweens. You know, you really do have to, change the way that you parent like like you were talking about you have to learn parenting again or mothering again because it's it's a little bit more walking alongside them and a little bit less walking kind of in front of them or making their decisions um, in some cases you walk behind them and it's a very different you know it's a very very different role for us and um and i think just acknowledging it saying this out loud for some people because they haven't had a chance to to say oh yeah it is different and it's not that i'm less important or it's not that my you know that i'm less of a mother or i'm not mothering anymore it's not that at all it's just your um it's more about your relationship with your teen or your tween and that relationship part is is so it's not always intuitive but it's mm. so 
so important. And, you know, one analogy I like to share with people is, you know, think of your partner. If your partner or your best friend, um, grown up best friend is saying these words to you, how would you feel? Or, you know, if they're giving you a list of things that have to get done and they're a little upset by it, how does that make you feel? And translate that to how you talk to your teens and tweens, because um, it's a relationship, just like your relationship with other, you know, adult people in your life. And so you, you know, you want to be spoken respectfully to, you want to be understood. You want um, to be able to vent when you're just venting and to that, for that to be okay uh, and not to cause, you know, a three fire alarm about whatever that they might be sharing. Um, and so I think that, I think that that's helpful. And one last thing I'll throw out before, you know, before I'll let you pipe in um, is development, right? So teenagers and tweens, like you know, your nine, 10, 11 year olds, they're just starting puberty. They're just starting to change. Everything's out of control, right? Their bodies are changing. Their mind is moving um, in a faster way and they're pushing boundaries. Mm. They're doing that because that's what they're actually developmentally, developmentally wired to push boundaries because in pushing those boundaries, they figure out who they are and what's safe for them, but they don't learn that until they push. And so they're supposed to push and they're supposed to kind of be at the edge and they, they, you know, they experiment and that's part of their just normal development. The other part that's normal for them is to be, while their bodies are changing and so much is out of control, they are self-critical by nature. And so if you, if you just keep that in the back of your mind, that you're not, you're, that perhaps because, you know, what you might say might land not in the way you intend it to, because you're speaking to someone whose body is changing, who, who feels a little mm. bit out of control, and they're so self-critical. So think of yourself at a time in your life when you were very self-critical, you know, doesn't mean maybe you were feeling depressed, maybe not, but, but a time that you were sensitive or feeling self-critical. So the slightest of things, um, a period at the end of a text after the word okay comes off differently mm-hmm. <laughs> than mm-hmm. how you might intend. Uh, you know, uh, uh, your eye roll, I know we talk a lot about teens' eye rolls, but our eye rolls or shrugs or harumps or just like slamming doors or something like that um, really is very very powerful and and sometimes not a good way for um, a teenager because they're already feeling very self-critical. And so, um, you know, they may, so be careful and thoughtful about what you, you know, what you bring up, where you bring it up, who you bring it up to. Respecting their privacy is so important because they're sensitive about this stuff. Um, So those are just a couple of things I'll throw out. But I think this topic is one that's so important. I'm so passionate about because I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a parenting teen expert. I don't have teens yet, although one day I will. Um, But I, I have that I just speak to teenagers for 10 years in my, in my clinical sessions. All I do is I hear them and I have my confidential private time with them. And I get to hear how they think and how, what they hear from their parents Mm. I speak to the parents. And so it's it's so interesting to see how, you know, they might glob onto one thing that you said, even though you've said 10 other things, they might glob onto this one thing because it really hurt. And, um, and it can be so, so impactful. And so I'm so passionate about trying to help folks see teens in a positive light. Mm. As it's like That's what this whole group is about, is yeah. finding the joy with them again. And, you know, I hear so much of what they do, which is feels like a like disrespectful to a lot of parents because mm. it, the, the boundary pushing feels like, how dare you talk, you know, do this to me. And that's when the, 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 uh, 
barricade comes back up as a parent. You're like, you don't talk to me that way. You, you, you know, you're ungrateful. You don't know what I'm for you. All of the, these yous. Mm-hmm. How can we keep boundaries of raising, you know, great humans, but let them have these feelings and communicate to them? Because what we hear in our group is a lot of tumultuous a lot of tumultuous relationships where they can't seem to change that behavior cycle into something loving and positive. And when your teen's not running up and giving you a giant hug and kiss and saying, I love you, it's really hard to get the reinforcement as a mom that you're doing something right. There's not a lot of right that you get back from teens and tweens. It's all kind of in the dark because sometimes it's silence. You know, them sitting there on their phone is them hanging out with you. They're in the same room with you, but we take it like, get off your phone, pay attention, Ah," you know? So how can we understand them better and let them know they're loved and appreciated without them validating us as moms back that we're doing a great job? Right, right. Oh, these are such good questions. You know, I think the first step is to recognize our part in it and our reactions in it. Just let's just give it its space because a lot of us, um, when we were raised, had interesting experiences. And we remember it, right? We remember the things that were said to us when we were teenagers. And that's because it's a salient time in development. And and so our kids are going to remember it too. Um, and so not to add, you know, more pressure, but <laughs> I do think, I do think that we, that when our kids become tweens and teens, it brings up things in us that are slightly different than what it brings up when our kids are toddlers, right? But when they're toddlers, we have to deal with like physical exhaustion and sleep deprivation and patience and, um, you know, mothering stuff. But when they're teen, when they're tweens, it becomes more mental, right? And, and some of that and, and psychological and some of that really is um, coming to terms with what might have happened to us as kids. And so things that might trigger us or upset us in our children might reflect things that happened to us in the past. Um, You know, maybe we were teased for weight or looks or whatever, and you just want to not, you want to protect. And so you have this, like, you have a reason why you might be um, pushing something or or asking for something. Uh, You know, you may be an academic and a scholar, and so you want that for your kids, and that's what you were, and, and that might be pressure. And, and so it's really thinking about who you are, what are you putting on this kid, and then what happened to you to make you feel like putting this on. So once you kind of at least take a moment to think about that, um, when it comes to, you know, if your kiddo, if, it's, if there's already a situation, which is, this is most kids, right? So if there's already a situation where you feel like the communication is not optimal or the connection is not optimal, just keep showing up and figuring out how to show up by involving them. So, you know, it, it's it's hard because you feel like it's falling on deaf ears. And I, I'm just here to say it's not. So it, what you're saying will stay with them. What you're saying, those words, those mantras, those like corny familyisms, they become, they will stay in the back of their minds. And so just show up uh, in a way that, that, you know, that you can hopefully bring them into, like, how would you like me to show up for you today? Or, um, how can I be showing up for you better? Kind of acknowledging your piece in it, as opposed to you, you, you're not doing this. You're not sitting at the table. You're, you didn't make it to this family function. You chose this, you, you did that, you know, instead of that more, I, um, and this is one of those family communication tools that are so great, right? Like I statements instead of you statements. So I felt hurt or disrespected or left out or lonely when you chose to do this 
um, what I need is maybe 10 minutes of your time before you head out on, on that adventure with that friend. Or when you come home, maybe just 10 minutes to check in with me. Tell me about it. That, that would make me feel better. So you flip the whole thing from you, you, you to I, and like, what, what do you tell them? What, how you felt and what you need. Um, and hopefully it's within reason and whatnot. Um, but everybody in the family should be doing this, you know, partners should be doing this with each other. Um, because you, you really, people need to know what, uh, people need to know and be able to communicate better is the bottom line. And, and communicating better also is at, you know, active listening is the first part of, of just commu- communication skills 101. And that's really hard, right? Because we often, we like our days are busy and we don't necessarily have the time every day to like, sit down and have these like long, you know, getting into it talks. Um, and so just thinking about like, what am I getting into? What do I really need to be getting into this? Like picking and choosing your battles, right? Like mm-hmm. do I, is this really an issue or is this not an issue? Um, is this an issue that I can let the natural consequence run? And mm-hmm. if they don't get what they needed to get, they're stuck for camp, they're being on time for this, whatever, then they will just face it. Like, can I let that go and let them just deal? Um, as opposed to, do I really need to step in? So pick and choose your battles. Um, work on that family communication and then listen. So some, a lot of it may not be, um, you know, for those families that are really, there's, it's, it's just too hard to ha- jump into that conversation. Um, acts of, you know, acts like those five languages of love that people talk about, you know, I haven't written this up, but someday I'm going to come up with my five languages of love for teenagers. Uh, but, you know, think about what they think about what you need for mm-hmm. For feeling loved and then think about what they need and so it might be making their favorite meal and then that might spawn a conversation or it might be mean taking them shopping or for coffee or for a treat just one-on-one time like that one-on-one time can be so powerful there's a there's power in not talking and just sitting side by side and doing an activity together like a puzzle a video game um you know showing interest in something that they that they um need their homework. You know, a lot of parents don't necessarily um, ask about or ask how they can help because, you know, you do want them to do things on their own for sure, but it, but it's a big part of their life. So if you show an interest in what they have to do for school um, and offer to help, I think that can go a long way, you know, especially if words are falling short. So you then think about actions and other ways to show love and don't discount the power of just showing up and just keeping at it. Um, you know, now if a kiddo is hurting, right? Like if they're actually feeling low, feeling depressed, um, feeling really anxious, and that's also again, one in five kids. So that's super common. Um, then sometimes speaking is hard, right? Because, uh, if you have a really perfectionist child, uh, launching into a conversation about it, they clam up because they're like, it's just too much. It's just too much to be called out or to, to work through some of these things. And so, don't discount the role of therapy. I know it's hard right now um, with access for all people to, to get access to therapy, but don't discount that because you don't want to miss something. You don't want to assume that this is just normal teenage behavior either. Um, you also want to make sure you're not missing anything. And so if there's a way for a third party to have that conversation, could be a therapist, could be a coach, could be um, an uncle, could be somebody that they kind of have a, can do a check-in for you or, um, or you know, with everybody knowing that they're going to do the check-in. But, but having a third party have that conversation can be helpful too if you're really in a rut. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So I know that there was a lot in there and there's more if you're a common parent member over there to listen to, but... I think that just having the conversation of boundaries and communication will change your life because boundaries and communication, like, is something that we often don't talk about. We just expect Mm -hmm. your children to communicate and understand boundaries. It's like, it's like if you tell them, if they leave the house and they they don't ask what time to come home and you don't tell them, but then you get mad at them when they come home. Yes, exactly. That's a boundary you both didn't figure out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you kind of like have to sit down before the night that they're going out and say, hey, Here's your curfew. Mm-hmm. This is why. This is the boundary. Mm-hmm. And this is what I expect. And honestly, guys, if you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like I just learned so much and I already have, I have already made so many mistakes. It's not mistakes. You can still grow. Oh. You can still change. And you can still, um, you can still grow with your teen and tween. It's never too late to learn something new. And that's why we're doing this. You know, like we didn't know it when the, our two girls started. We're never going to know everything. And that's why we have to continue. And it's going to change. And it's going to change. And we're going to change. And you could change your mind. Too. Like and think about four boundaries. years ago, drug shops weren't around, and now they're on every corner. Yeah. Think about like maybe six years ago. I don't know how long vapes weren't a thing. I know. Now they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. And you can't detect them. I know. And I just learned that vapes have tobacco in them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. What do you think was bad about them? I don't know. I just thought <laughs> there was like some smoke in them. I didn't know they were like actual <laughs> cigarettes that tasted good. You know they're like Popeye cigarettes, just powder. Flour. I just thought they was like. Something not tobacco not in there. Not as bad as tobacco, you thought. Mind. Yeah. So I'm like, they just went and made a delicious cigarette. Mm-hmm. They are delicious. They really are delicious. And addictive. Yes. That, that's that's even worse. I a mean, cigarette's disgusting and revolting and smells bad and I makes know. everything yellow. It's so crazy that... This like, makes you taste like pineapple. We were, we're supposed to get better. You know, we we're supposed to be more informed and Who more Who allowed educated. this? Oh, no, really. Somebody this, making money, I guess. My my, I like I literally just learned it. I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? So now they're gonna get addicted to good- yeah, something delicious. And I'm Natalie. They are they are really delicious, and they make you want to take another puff. Do they make you cough? Yeah, they can make you cough a little, but you get you. There's like, nothing bad. It's not like when you smoke a cigarette and you want to barf. It doesn't taste bad. It tastes good. So you can get addicted now with in two seconds rather yeah. than. 
20 tries. Yeah, yeah, because that's the reason I didn't smoke cigarettes. I tried them, and I felt like I was going to barf, so I'm like, guess I can't do this. Well, if they tasted like blackberry, I would be so addicted right now. So I had the conversation with my daughter. I'm like, did you know? That it tastes delicious? And it's really addictive. And uh-huh. she's like, I knew. I'm like, yeah, they know. Well, I didn't. Yeah, because I think they learned about that in school. Like, Well, a good communication and boundaries, again, uh-huh. to talk about it, to let them know that this is just as addictive as your dirty cigarettes that you smoke, and you're going to look just, you know, find someone driving that's smoked for 60 years and show them. That's that's what that beautiful vape will do to you. Mm, I know. And everyone's doing it. It's fucking Even cra- the good kids are vaping. <laughs> Just like the good kids were smoking. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. Wow, um, y'all. Okay, well, and I think it's worse for your lungs. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. <sighs> Guys, so anyways, communication, boundaries, open conversations. Write this shit in your journal. I'm not supposed to swear, but I do. Write this stuff in... <clears throat> Write the stuff in your journal and, and uh, guys, to, your, to your kids. And it's 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 a it's a it's a journey, and we're all here together. That's what the point of this is: is that parenting can be really lonely. But if we do it together, we talk about it, we say what's on our mind, and we ask questions, and we turn to the experts, we're all going to be better for it. Together forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go to thecommonparent.com. Um, it is one of the most unique, amazing platforms ever.